rock and roll, 50s rock and roll. I'm into 50s rock and roll. Elvis and Jerry Lee Lewis. 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 50s rock and roll, 50s rock and roll. you guys totally fucking missed me huh am i right or yes. am i <laughs> yes. am oh, i yes. right hi hi it's been a couple weeks i know i know but you have to forgive me because uh as you may or may not know um we have nothing but Violence in the streets. No justice, no peace. And man, I'm just trying to make my way through, bro. What you gonna do? I don't know. Fucking sue me, man. Huh? That's right. Fucking take out a fucking... uh, Let's arm wrestle about it. You know? I mean, shit, dude. Fucking... That's right. Do you feel screwed? Do you feel screwed because of the long absence? Because of this rambling preamble to the pod? Well, man. Dry your eyes. Fans of the podcast. Because we got a good one for you today. We're talking mythical creatures and oh what smells good colognes what do you want to do first let's do the colognes i really would like to just fucking just get some some delicious cologne goodness right in my nostrils right now you know what i'm saying let's 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 uh let's make it let's make it smell good in here right now i want to Send a big HM honorable mention in this category to 
Jakar Noir. I never actually owned a bottle of Jakar Noir myself, personally, but uh, it was definitely the um, smell track. You know, like if a certain song is a soundtrack with the with the way a cologne. Uh, that and Polo Sport, or not even Polo, I, th I think the regular Polo, the green bottle with the little gold guy. I think those would be the uh, the smell tracks to uh, junior high school and high school. Um, but coming in, so those, I, I'm going to give both of those. Regular Polo and uh, Jakar Noir both get honorable mentions on the old, on the old, uh, on the old uh, Sean Nader's two top tens. Uh, you know, that and uh, 25 cents will get you. A gumball! Number 10 on the list of colognes was Isaac Miyake. Um, I don't know. I used to wear this shit in my early 20s. Came in like a weird kind of like a modern architecture looking bottle with a silver top. I don't know. Smelled like the club. Number 9 on the list. Fucking CK1. Um, if you want to smell like Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch... CK1 might be the scent for you. Um, I remember it being pretty good, right? I can't, I can't remember exactly. I remember it being fresh. It smells like, like youth. Um, but does anything smell more like youth than number eight on the list? Patchouli oil. Oh, I can tell you what that smells like, though. That smells like a bag of fucking dirty fucking hippies running through a fucking horse field. That's right, fucking lion in that horse. But uh, yeah, man, patchouli is like a fucking, I don't know, smells like fucking Tevas, dude. Smells like a fucking fish concert. I don't know. Are you, uh, call into the show if you're over 50 years old and you are still wearing patchouli. I would really like to know. And where do you purchase this? Do you have to meet a guy on a corner somewhere? Does he only accept like gold, uh, gold doubloons for the patchouli? Where, where are you, you know, do you have to like, is it like you like contact him via smoke signals and then he comes out to a field that you both agree upon and he digs a hole and he buries the patchouli and then you come back at a later date when he's not there, when like the moon is full and you dig the patchouli up and then you put the patchouli on. Um, I don't know. Call in. Tell me all about that patchouli oil. But next on the list is Obsession. Um, I don't know. It's a cool bottle, kind of that weird circle. Um, you know, has like the weird kind of, what is that? Like an orange kind of cap with a little gold on there. Uh, you know, I remember the commercials liking those. Obsession. I'm obsessed with this fucking smell. Uh, I had a little tester bottle of it that I had for a few years. I don't know. I think I ran through it all. I think I drank some of it. Next on the list, though, is What a Real Man Brute by Fabergé. Um, shit, man. Brute kind of smells like uh, an old-timey barbershop, you know? Kind of like a Norman Rockwell sort of, you know, racism barbershop, you know? Kind where, like, the guy, the barber, like, uh, shaves the back of your neck, gives you a slap, slap on the back of the head, you know? Oh, maybe pay extra for that. <laughs> In 2020, you know, that'll cost you a few more bucks. I'm a madman, dude. I started this fucking podcast with half a, 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 a tumbler. I think that's the best way to describe this, this glass. It's more of a tumbler. It's not a glass. It's a rubber. 
It's like a coffee cup with no lid, so it's a tumbler now. Uh, no Diet Coke, no LaCroix, no near beer, just this half lukewarm glass of water. And the water had been sitting in here for a while, too. It had been sitting for several weeks since the last podcast, actually. And I, I didn't wash the glass. I just dumped the old water out and I uh, added the new water to it. No, 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 no. Yes, I did. I did. No! I know. It's very scary. No! Hey, man, I'm living on the edge, dude. Like my name was fucking Joey Kramer, bro. Next on the list, after Brute, which, uh, I don't know, man, fucking Brute. I had a lot of fucking sample bottles of Brute, though, as a kid. I think that's, I got some in my stocking from the ages of like 9 to fucking 29. I got a little bottle of Brute, some English leather maybe, but we're going to actually put English leather. We're going to tie Brute and English leather together uh, for that one. Next up on the list is Joop. So this is some other uh, weird cologne. You know, I was a bartender in uh, nightclubs in my 20s a lot, and uh, I don't know, I thought uh, cologne was the way to go, you know, because you're sweating, you know. Nothing like wearing too much cologne, though, and getting a good a good sweat going, right? And then you got this fucking, uh, you know, you got this B.O. cologne sweat fucking mix, dude, you know, gross. Um, but I used to wear this shit. Jupe, I remember being kind of spicy, kind of a spicy scent. Um, you know, I don't know, man. That's when I was, you know, when you're younger though, you go, you're branching out a little bit. You're going for trying new things. You're, you know, you're like, I'm, I'm a spicy cologne guy, you know, but, uh, next on the list is every single cologne on perfume.com guys. I'm not saying you have extra time on your hands. You're, if you're as busy as I am, you barely have time to record your own podcast, but let me tell you. If you got a couple extra minutes, I don't know, maybe you're waiting in the dentist office. Maybe you're picking your kids up from school. Demographic show 35 to 45 is a very, very big... Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Yes, 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 yes. Very big demographic. Uh, you know, maybe you're picking your kids up at school. You got a couple of minutes. Check out Perfume.com. And no, this isn't a, not a paid ad, but Perfume.com, get at me. Sean Nader's two top tens, you know, we got some listenership, you know, we got listenership in, in the States, baby, in, in, in Great Britain, baby, you know what I'm saying? We got, we got, we got some listeners over in Ireland, baby, Ireland, you know what I'm saying? Home of fucking lucky fucking charms, dude, that's where they grow that shit, you know? So, perfume.com, all of your colognes are tied for fourth place on Sean Nader's two top tens colognes. We're talking we're talking the Chloe and <laughs> the Chloe and, and Lamar Odin cologne. We're talking the Usher cologne. We're talking Michael Jordan cologne. We're talking uh Spider Man cologne. We're talking the Punisher cologne. I mean are you is your favorite rock band coming to town maybe someday eventually when the pandemic is over? And do you want to ask them a bunch of questions? Obscure, obscure questions about their, you know, their gear and their, their hometowns and maybe invite yourself into the van. Get some Punisher, Punisher, Punisher cologne. Punisher, Punisher, Punisher cologne. Punisher, Punisher, Punisher cologne. Punisher, Punisher, Punisher cologne. Um, 
Yeah, get some of that shit, man. Uh, oh, yeah. Red Shirt and Tiberius, both Star Trek colognes. You know, James Tiberius Kirk, he's got his own fucking scent. And then Red Shirt, the first to die. I bet you that's a spicy jupe-like cologne. They got Simpsons cologne. Tied with Spider-Man cologne, which I may have already mentioned. 007's cologne. SpongeBob SquarePants cologne. What does that smell like? An old sponge? David Beckham cologne. And that cologne is in commemoration, I'm going to bet, not of his soccer ability, but because of his handsome, <laughs> handsome, <laughs> handsomeness. And 24. It used to be a show. Now it's a cologne. But check out all that. Check Just check the website out. Look at the celebrity fragrances. Check out the regular thing. It's fucking the world of cologne is crazy. So now we're going to we're going to we're up to the the top 3 on Sean Nader's two top 10s of colognes. And these three are ones I actually have. So these are the three things that you could classify as a as a, excuse me, as a cologne that I have in my house. First would be uh the Stetson which uh it's a, uh, I don't know, it's like, I guess it would be the step up from the sample bottle. Uh, it has a little cowboy on here, a little silhouette of a cowboy wrangling some horses. Um, I got maybe, I don't know, 15% left of the bottle. And uh, let me get a sniff here. Yeah, this smells like fucking McConaughey, right? Me and McConaughey. That's what this smells like. Matthew McConaughey's fucking sack, bro. That's what we're dealing with. I don't know. It's pretty classic cologne cologne right here. I don't really know what else to, I mean, it smells like, it smells kind of like a, like a, I don't know, like a, like a stepdad kind of, honestly. I don't know. Fucking, not my stepdad, your stepdad, dude. Um, yeah. So that made number three because I have some of it. So it's pretty good. I don't know. I recommend it. Hey, if it's good enough for fucking McConaughey and me, it should be good enough for you. Um, all right, all right, all right. So next up is uh, this elephant that I have. So my buddy uh, Matt, a bunch of years ago, man, this is probably like 15 fucking years ago, at least, at least, probably more. But his uh, aunt died, as ants sometimes do. And uh, I uh, went to help him clean out her house. And she had a bunch of crazy shit in there. Amongst these things was this elephant. It's like a little ceramic, not ceramic, it's like a hard, yeah, I guess it is ceramic, elephant. And you take the head off and there's a little twisty top. If you look at the the picture on Instagram for this episode, there's a picture of the thing on there. You can look at it. Um, but it's from the Avon Corporation. It's something woods. I don't know if it's deep woods or backwoods, something woods aftershave. The, the first wood, I think there's an R, I don't know, backwoods, deep woods aftershave, flammable, uh, 5.5 fluid ounces. And I, I've used this a lot of times over the years and it keeps on giving, but one day I know it's going to run out and I think I might fill it with brute then. But for right now, number two is the elephant from Avon something woods aftershave. Um, so I guess not technically not a cologne, but it's pretty, it's pretty stinky stuff, dude. And also like fucking, I don't know, 40 years old, this bottle of fucking elephant aftershave. So there it is. Can you hear it? Can you get can you get it? Can you hear that around a little bit? So, and number one on the list is my favorite smell right now. This uh, Dolce Gabbana, cause I'm fucking fancy yeah, as baby. fuck. That's right, that's right, fancy as fuck. So it's in the toilet. So it's some shit my mom got from a sample. 
I don't know. I've had this shit for I've had this shit for a while too. This stuff I've had for about ten years. It was a sample size, made in Italy, and uh, about halfway through the bottle, still going strong. So let's go for another ten years. And uh, so that's everything you fucking need to know about fucking cologne. Everything you need to know about cologne. Everything I ever needed to know about cologne. Hold the phone, hold the phone, hold the phone. Everything I ever needed to know about cologne. I can smell you through the phone, smell you through the phone, smell you through the phone. All right, next up on our show today, we got Mythical Creatures. Um, yeah, man. So I didn't really go with this list. I didn't go so much like a, uh, I didn't go Bigfoot. You know what I'm saying? I didn't go Bigfoot. I went, uh, I went regular foot, you know, I went fantasy foot, not regular. I went fantasy foot with this shit. So, uh, yeah, man. So these are more things that you would, you know, if you were like, a, a citizen of, I don't know, deep, uh, deep with some deep woods, mystical village. You know, some shit like that. These are some creatures you might come in contact with, you know, if you were like at the Renaissance Fair, but it was for real, you know, you see where I'm going? Fantasy, you know, not fantasy, like a stick of butter and the Olsen twins. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's a stick of butter and the stick of butter and the stick, 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 stick of butter, stick of butter, stick, 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 stick of butter. Um, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about number 10 on the list. Sean Nader's two top 10s. Mythical creatures is gnomes. So, genomos, Latin for earth dweller. Um, you know, they, uh, they've been around for a while. They, uh, they're like dwarfs light is what I always, uh, I always kind of consider them like dwarves. Like, uh, not quite as good, but they're, they're, they're thought to be good luck. Um, they're kind of based on Mediterranean fishermen's apparently white hats, uh, to be seen, red hats, not to be seen. So I guess that's what the little, little garden dwarves, the garden gnomes are, uh, based on. Um, they're known to work in mines, live in your garden. They're the guardians of precious stones. Um, gnome women are very prudish. So that's good. It's good for them. Not a lot of probably not a lot of STDs in the old gnome community, um, and uh, yeah, they also say gnomes are reincarnated. Former prudish women are reincarnated as gnomes, huh? So yeah, and then somewhere along the way, like in the seventies, like the red cap, the the red triangle cap gnome kind of became a thing, right? And now it's like. You can get all fucking kinds of those. There's a Travelocity gnome, that fucking gnome. There's, uh, you know, um, I mean, they're all over the place, man. So watch out for those gnomes. They're coming in at number nine is uh, Kender. So uh, as you all probably read when you were kids, the uh, Dragonlance series of books. Oh, 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 no, you didn't? Oh, what were you doing instead? Hanging out with friends? Oh, well... That's cool for you. But I was reading the Dragonlance series. I'm talking Tannis Half Elven. I'm talking Karaman. I'm talking Raceland. And I'm talking 
Tasselhoff Burfoot, a member of the Kender clan. So Kenders was kind of this thing. So these books called Dragonlance back in the, I don't know, the fucking early 80s. They wrote this shit based on a D&D game. And, uh, you know, they didn't want it to be too tolkien us. the people that uh, invented it. I think it was Tracy Hickman was one of the people. It's a lady and a guy, Hickman and Lard. Lard and Hickman? Is that right? Eastman and Lard? Am I confusing the two? I don't know. But uh, so anyway, they came up, these people that wrote this book, they came up with a different kind of Hobbit as to not have, you know, just write the Hobbit again. And it was Kender. So the difference between a, uh, a Kender and a, uh, and a Hobbit is they're thinner, they're more wiry, they're more cunning, they have man buns, they're kleptomaniacs, and they're brave. Um, so check it out, Tasselhoff Burfoot, hero of the lance. Google him, Tasselhoff Burfoot, huh? Google, Google, Google him on your work computer too. So everybody can see what you're fucking doing. Number eight is Karan. This fucking scary ass motherfucker. He is the dude that fucking runs the river of fucking sticks. Greek mythology. Uh, so he's the guy that will ferry you across from the land of the living to the land of the dead. This dude, his credentials are he is the son of night and darkness. So night and darkness apparently had a kid. And Karan is the offspring of that uh he's got a whole posse full of fucking nerds that follow him called the Caranthians, Caraniathans. they're like his his fucking lackeys so when he's out doing some i don't know he's at the the gatekeeper to other dimensions convention he has these fucking other guys they look like him but they're more uh mindless zombies that are controlled by him um, Karan is also the name of the largest moon of Pluto. So, uh, when your relatives die, make sure you put a coin in their mouth. Um, so, uh, they can pass on. And remember, if you fall into the river of sticks, you die. Um, your, your memory goes blank or it makes you immortal. Um, depending on what you fucking believe. Back in the day, Karan was just a guy with a beard. And then I think, uh. Somewhere along the way, oh, somewhere along the way, somewhere along the way, he became a skeleton man, showing his hands, taking you across the river, fun one, gold piece, you better have the money or you're gonna be stuck on the banks of the river of sticks forever. There you go. One of those. Um, yeah, he used to be a dude with a beard, but then they changed it up, made him a skeleton demon man, fucking... Um, number seven on the list of mythical creatures on Sean Nader's two top tens is elves. Uh, let me see if I got an elf sound effect here. Perfect. 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 Elves. Elves. So many kinds from Santa's elves to tokens elves. So many different types of elves. Um, the word elf itself was found out through Germanic languages, meaning white being. Fuck these honky ass elves. Um, in the Bible, elves equal Satan. In Iceland, they still believe in some fucking elves. And like I said in my awesome rap just moments ago, uh, Santa has elves. Uh, and then, you know, that are little just fucking dorks, you know, little slaves, basically. Fucking nerds eating fucking candy canes. 
all the time, you know, all the way to the token owls, which are fucking stone cold killers, baby. Give that motherfucker a bow and arrow and he'll fucking, he'll shoot Santa. He'll shoot fucking Santa. Um, the British Isles, Scandinavia, elves uh, were believed to seduce and abduct humans. Um, yeah, man, fucking some famous elves throughout history is uh, uh, Hermie. Remember from the uh, claymation uh, Christmas thing, wanted to be a dentist. Uh, Buddy, uh, otherwise known as Will Ferrell's fucking dumbass, and Lagunas. That's not true. I I can't, you know, from Lord of the Rings. But, you know, Buddy, uh, Will Ferrell, he's okay, man, right? I mean, he kind of does one thing, but he does it pretty good, right? Um, So if you want to see, oh, an awesome sculpture to check out. Check out The Elf by William Goscombe John. The Elf, William Goscombe John. It was made in 1894. Check that sculpture out. It's in the Glasgow Botanical Gardens. So, I don't know. Maybe some of my uh, UK listeners, next time you're over and visiting your friends in Glasgow, check out the sculpture of the Elf. Um, yeah, Elves are fucking cool, man. I think they're cool. I prefer, you know, I prefer kind of like a middle-of-the-road Elf, you know, like not Santa's little fucking toy bitch, and not so much the cold, calloused killers of the Tolkien telling. Yeah, that was that was a beautiful, beautiful sense. Um, I I envision an elf kind of in the middle, man. You know, sort of just like a helpful friend in green. You know, he's he's maybe he's, he's frolicking in a in a pasture. You know, frolicking in a forest. You know. I don't know. Elves, they're wild things, though, you know. But not as wild as number six on the list. Trolls. Scandinavian myths are where these motherfuckers come from. Among Gnomes and Trolls by Alfred Smigberry. It's a fucking crazy ass. One of the first mentions of of them, of Gnomes and Trolls. Um, They guard the bridge to... Uh, Narnia or something? They're just they're doing some fucking Scandinavian. What is it? Where, where do the Scandinavian dead go? The Nether Worlds. I don't know. They'll turn you to stone, or they they turn to stone in Tolkien's fucking telling, right? D and D version. Um, Rumpelstiltskin is not a troll, according he's an elf. And then there's also troll dolls too, right? With the crazy hair, you collect them. What the fuck is up, man? If you are putting your money into troll dolls as a fucking investment, you deserve to have nothing. You deserve to be out on the streets. I'm that's true. No troll dolls are not a good no, investment. No. no troll dolls are not a good investment. At all, so are Beanie Babies a bad investment. Um, but yeah, dude, that shit's scary. Everyone knows my D and D, my D and D people out there. You know, when you come into some contact with some fucking trolls, you know that shit is about to go down. Number five on the list. Speaking of going down, mermaids going down under the sea. Under the sea. Um, 
Yeah, man. So ancient Greek mythology talks about sirens, which were kind of more related to birds. Um, but then as kind of, you know, mythology spread throughout the world, uh, mermaids became more of a thing, man. Christopher Columbus, um, you know, he thought he saw some fucking mermaids. Uh, in Japanese uh, culture, the mermaid has a fish face. They did the lady body and fish face all fucked up. Um, if anybody's ever seen one of those Japanese mermaids and their fish face, please call into the show. Um, they were called Rhine Maids, apparently. Oh, no, no, that's a good painting to check out. Rhine Maids. Arthur Rackham. Arthur Rackham. Check out his painting, Rhine Maids. It's fucking crazy. Um, mermaids have always been bad news, right? So you're like a sailor. You're on the fucking ship. You're sailing through the seven seas. You see some mermaids, they're going to fucking kill you, man. They're going to run your ship into the fucking ground, you know, and you're going to let it happen because you're going to be staring at what? At their tits. That's right. That's right. Um, and then, of course, you know, there's the Disneyfication of everything with the Little Mermaid. Never got into it myself, you know. I know a lot of people like it, but I, I don't, you know. Um, you know what, man? I, we're going to leave it at that. Yeah, that's right. You know, I'm going to say... No, no, it's a little mermaid. But you know that shit would be exciting, though, right? If you're some kind of fucking sailor and you're out to sea and you see a fucking mermaid, you're like, God damn. It's about to go down. Number four on the list is dwarves. So, uh, yeah, man, all throughout Germanic mythology, a bunch of dwarves dwelling in mountains, you know, being blacksmiths, taking care of precious things, you know. Um, the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings kind of really brought dwarves to kind of the forefront as more of a warrior type thing, you know. And then you had, you had Snow White, kind of like Grim Fairy Tale Snow White. You know, they were just more kind of just like short workers, right? Like just hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to work we go. We'll pick some nuts and kick some butts, hi-ho. Hi-ho, 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 right? And then you got fucking Lord of the Rings, and these motherfuckers are king under the mountain. You know, I'm the man on the silver mountain. You know what I'm saying? I'm fucking silver chair. You know what I'm saying? I got a fucking battle axe. You know what I'm saying? I got some braids. You know what I'm saying? I got a fucking, I got, I got one gold earring that I, I killed a, a, a fucking orc for. Didn't make the list. Sorry, orcs did not make the list. Um... You know, and also dwarves are really people too. Like there's people that are considered dwarves. It's like a real thing. Dwarfism. It's fucking real. You fucking bigots. Number three on the list is elementals. It's an occult thing. It's an alchemy thing. You know what I'm saying? An elemental. It's like, it's like the human humanoid personification of fire. You know what I'm saying? The the personification of wind. You know? I mean, you if you got... Check out your D&D monster manual. And check out the fire elemental in that bad boy. I actually had the action figure of the fire, uh, fire elemental. I had it till just recently. I still might have... And maybe not. Maybe not. I kind of got rid of all the action figures. I got a couple. I got Jesus. I got a couple. I got a few. And we'll see. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do a top ten action figures around my. Maybe we'll do a top ten 
action figures around my maybe we'll do a top 10 action figures around my maybe we'll do a top 10 action figures around my but uh i used to have the fire elemental action figure that was fucking crazy um i don't got this shit anymore i think it's a pretty dope mythological creature though because it's like i mean you're the living embodiment of water man you know i mean I am the water, I am the wind, I am the fire that burns within. That's right, dude. I just made that shit up off the fucking dome. Elementals, check them out. Number two on the list is the demons straight from hell. So demons are fucking great, right? They help. Uh, people write heavy metal. They, you know, they're always like uh, meddling in human affairs, right? So like, basically you're like a demon. You're kind of like uh, Satan, like a budget Satan. You're like a Satan in training. You're like a junior executive devil, I guess would be a demon, right? I guess several demons can possess you at the same time. Wouldn't that be a fucking bitch? And there's a story in the Bible about a uh, pack of demons possessing a herd of goats and then... The goats running off the hill or something like that. I mean, that seems a real waste of your fucking demon fucking powers. But I am scared of demons still to this day. So any demons that are out there listening, please know I have nothing but respect for you. And here we go. Let's just give it up for demons in general. And number one on the list, Sean Nader's two top tens mythological creatures is hobbits baby so this was my fucking favorite book when i was a fucking kid and uh you know i like i like my hobbits classic i like them furry footed i like them to have a magical ring which will make them invis i like them loyal i like them good at thievery i like them living in a hole in the ground I like Bilbo, man. I like that pre-Lord of the Rings Bilbo. I like when he was still, they didn't know. You know, it's like, I like how kind of cocaine in the in, in the 60s and early 70s, they were just like, totally not addictive, this fucking cocaine. And then a little later, they were like, wait a second, it's the most addictive thing ever. You know, I like that version of, of the ring before they knew the depths before the ring became the crack, 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 crack cocaine that it became to all hobbits. But I love me some hobbits. I love the book, The Hobbit. I hate the movie, The Hobbit. Those three movies with that love story between that dwarf and that elf. No fucking way. I'm not buying it. But, uh,. The hobbits were good in there. I don't know, man. But that's it, man. We fucking did it. We're we're let's let's fucking mm, mm. everybody just just give yourself give yourself a big fucking thanks for listening, everybody. Oh yeah. And that dope-ass, I almost fucking forgot. Let me turn this shit off. Fuck it. That dope-ass song at the beginning of the pod 
It was written by fucking Dylan fucking G in reference to a song I performed on the All Elvis episode called 50s Rock and Roll. And it's fucking awesome. Um, and follow him on fucking Twitter, dude. Dylan Gentry. Follow him on Instagram. I don't know. He's a creative guy. He's got podcasts. He's got bands. He's doing shit. And that song's fucking awesome. And, uh, yeah. You know what else is awesome? You are. For listening to this podcast, please rate it. (sighs) Please subscribe. Please tell your friends.